Hey guys, uh, welcome back to a, a new episode of our Close Caption Podcast. Um, my name is Anand. Uh, joining me is Abhinav. Say hi. Hey guys. And uh, from Australia, Sandeep. Hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> yeah, so, um, so today in this episode, we are going to be uh, continuing our uh, discussion or, you know, you can say analysis of, our, uh, of Atlanta, the TV show Atlanta. <laughs> TV show Atlanta, yeah, try to hold in that sneeze. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, oh yeah, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, so about Atlanta. So, uh, we're, yeah, we're going to be talking about the second episode. Yeah. Uh, uh, clearly, second episode. We kind of went through the character. Uh, we kind of spoke about the characters in the, uh, in the show and what makes them special and why we like the show in general. But we are going to be uh, going a little bit uh, deeper episode by episode uh, about the whole show. So, Sandeep, why don't you, you know, lead us? Yeah, uh, so we're already done with the first episode, The Big Bang. Uh, we discussed it in detail in the last, uh, one of the previous episodes of the podcast. And today we're going to talk about, uh, first we're going to look at uh, episode two of season one of Atlanta. Uh, it's titled Streets on Lock. Directed by Hiro Murai, written by Stephen Glover, who is the brother of uh, Donna Glover. And in this episode, uh, it's a continuation of uh, the uh, pilot episode where uh, Paperboy uh, shoots, uh, I mean, uh, shoots his gun in the parking lot. And mm-hmm. uh, now Earn and Paperboy both are uh, in the jail. jail uh, yeah. They are, yeah, and... Uh, Alfred, uh, Paperboy, uh, he gets bailed immediately and Earn is stuck uh, in the jail uh, waiting mm. for uh, bail yeah. while uh, he's uh, still getting entered in the system. Jail, bail. <laughs> yeah, so basically they're both stuck, but Alfred got, uh, he paid the bail and he got out, but Earn is still stuck in there uh, because for some reason Earn's name is not in the system, so they can't take him out. And uh, yeah, he he kind of asks when I serve for helping him with the bail right yep yeah uh, so, so uh, in this episode uh, we uh, i mean get a look at uh, the prison system in america and mm. uh, it also deals with quite a few other issues like uh, homosexuality yeah, uh, yeah. transphobia and uh, stuff like that as well yeah yeah and it 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 was it's a fairly simple episode like uh, when i watched it again it, it there was nothing special about it but there was a lot of subtext for like there's a lot of in funny like the whole a lot of it happens in jail like in the in the whole uh, uh, what is it waiting area in jail uh, a lot of holding co- uh, sorry holding room holding room yeah so all those uh, a lot of these uh, situations happen in in that holding room so it was it was interesting to see uh, an episode which was not like too on your face but at the same time in a very funny manner they try to talk about some things that are quite serious i guess uh, yeah definitely and uh, uh the thing is uh, i mean immediately as a uh, episode starts uh, we are shown uh, i mean the distinction of how different people are treated by the system because alfred immediately gets uh, bail while uh, Earn is still waiting for his ba- yeah, bail. Yeah, yeah. Bail, so yeah. it's it shows how the prison system is kind of skewed in favor of uh, those who are rich or those who are influential enough uh, to get out of prison faster, while uh, the others are still uh, stuck in prison or remain in actually? this Kafkaesque. Uh, excuse uh, no. me, Avna. <laughs> no, no. I'm just asking because Earn uh, uh, was caught with weed in his hands, right? So they charged him for that, and Alfred wasn't yeah but at the same time what he's trying to say is alfred was like in that whole murder like that shootout uh, not the so, murder yeah shootout so thing. shootout yeah. shootout so which is worse like is it uh, having a bag of weed or being in a shootout with a gun in his hand and uh, you know even with having those like there's proof that he had a gun in his hand and he was in the shootout they still let him go on bail and for someone who was as poor as on and who has no one else to look out, like look after him? He was still stuck in jail because his name wasn't processed or something. Yeah. yeah so that's what he was trying to say. 
Am I, am I right or am I wrong? That's not what yeah, Sandeep was trying right. to say. I mean, yeah, Sandeep's yeah. argument fails. I would just like to point that out. <laughs> uh, it's, I, I didn't fail, but I don't know what you're talking about, man. Come on. It's uh, The thing is, the system is skewed. Uh, because people who are influential, in this case, Alfred, is but let out of jail faster Alfred than is him. not influential. Not at this stage. He's just a internet rapper now. Yeah, but... Who but, has fame, no, but it, doesn't have influence yeah. over money. He he has enough fame. Uh, so I mean, he's on the radio, so that's like enough fame, I guess. Uh, like hmm. his uh, song, Paper I mean, Boy. Then are we influential? Then we are influencers. <laughs> <laughs> should, should I change my oh, yeah. Instagram mean, profile? Yeah, social media podcast, influencers. Yeah, social media influencers, motivational speakers. You know what it is. You can we can put anything in our bio, and it's gonna roll. But uh, yeah, I think what he was trying to say is that he has be- gotten some level of fame and he has some money so he can just bail himself out. But someone who is like Earn, who is just another cog in the wheel uh, of society, is just stuck in uh, in jail without anyone to help him out. Yeah, I just yeah think because they're on the same page, the, like Alfred and Earn, and Alfred just happened to got lucky, to get lucky. Maybe. Yeah, that's our different takes on it. So yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, so, uh, yeah, then. So I guess uh, we need to talk about the elephant in the room, uh, or in this case, the transgender in the room. <laughs> mm. oh, yeah. Uh, Sandeep just dying straight into the meat. Yeah. <laughs> Not even taking a step back. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to hold yeah. that back, Sandeep, in this, yeah. in this episode. <laughs> That was, I mean, I think that that whole that whole scene, that whole uh, 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 in a part of the show, I laughed out loud. Like I, Abhinav and I were watching it today again, and like it was funny. It was the most funniest scene in that entire episode to me, because of how you know the guy didn't even know that he was his ex was a transgender, and it was really funny to me. And he was not ready to accept that he's gay, you know. So yeah, yeah, and. Um, I think it's it's funny in a way also and I think when I saw the scene like it made me think about why I was laughing at it uh and it made me kind of feel bad in a way Yeah definitely sort of because because you see like two people um having something and you see the entire society like laughing at them for being what they are and being interested in what Whatever their sexuality is, and you see Earn in the middle just sitting like a dumbass, <laughs> not wanting to get involved in it. But wow, now you, yeah, now you make me now you make me sound like a homophobe, and thanks for that. Okay? <laughs> thanks for Beck, uh, but yeah. Yeah, I think uh, Atlanta's biggest. Uh, one of uh, Atlanta's biggest uh, things is that uh, even the tiny characters, even the minor characters, like in the show, like the uh, the couple in uh, the holding cell or uh, the mentally challenged man uh, in the jail, e- even those minor characters are shown with such detail and with such care. And uh, we are, I mean, we immediately empathize with each and every single character in the show. I, and I think that's one of the biggest win of Atlanta. Because, um, I mean, getting, uh, I mean, it's a, it's not like a one hour sh- long episode or anything. It's a 22 minute long episode. And each yeah. of these characters are appearing for like uh, two or three minutes tops. So, yeah. I mean, uh, and within that time, they're able to develop the characters enough so that we as a, an audience are empathizing with them. Uh, in that case, we have to really uh, like uh, congratulate, and, uh, congratulate uh, the creators for that because uh, it's a, really well uh done job yeah yeah and like uh in that in that holding cell itself they 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 introduced us to so many characters that um you know that is a trans like a transgender then there's a crazy man and there's a normal guy who just wanted to go get home but kind of in a you know in an unfortunate turn of events ended up in jail so there are a lot of yeah. there are a lot of interesting characters in there, and like somehow we somehow we uh, we end up liking them, you know. We end up yeah. empathizing with them. So yeah. that's an interesting yeah. way uh, that show made us do it, you know. I think I think uh, one of the most funniest part in that whole scene was where Earn was sleeping, and the guard comes up to him and says that you cannot sleep in the holding room. 
yeah. and he gives a fact of logic behind it which i think is which holds true for like most of the systems we we constantly go through you know he's like uh, what what did he say you can't sleep in the cell yeah if you wanted to sleep you should have not like committed the crime you know yeah if you want <laughs> if you wanted to sleep you should not have committed the crime and if you want to sleep you should go to jail go to not, <laughs> not in the yeah. holding room yeah <laughs> and one and, guy uh, is just like i, I want to go to jail but you're not letting me <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I, uh that's uh, a very uh, kafkaesque moment in the show i think like a lot of Kaf- kafka's works uh, deals with this kind of administrative uh, catch 22 situations where people are stuck in an administrative rut in between two places or just stuck in a loop and uh, struggling to get to wherever they want to go because the system does not let them go wherever they want to go mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and uh, yeah. it kind of reminds uh, me of uh, the trial uh, I don't know I mean uh, not really because it's uh, it's a very vague uh, similarity but uh, it kind of reminds me of the trial uh, which was written by uh, Franz Kafka mm-hmm. yeah I think I think like, there's a lot of inspiration taken from many different uh, uh, you know sorts of literature or um even just from real life uh, and that's what makes atlanta it's like special compared to yeah, all the uh, other shows and uh, uh you mentioned it and uh, i want to talk about that uh the mentally challenged person yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. so uh when earners in the holding cell when the trans uh, couple thing is happening there's an also uh, there's also this other guy who is clearly mentally challenged but he's yeah. uh, in uh, his uh, for some reason held in the holding cell and this is not his first time apparently because the prison guards uh, are familiar with him and he keeps yeah. doing some uh strange things uh, which the prison guards uh, find very funny and they yeah, laugh music, at him and yeah. earn us them uh, i mean earn is like th- this guy is not supposed to be here he's he should yeah. be in uh, some other place because uh, uh, prison is not the place for him because uh, he should be in some ment- uh, mental health yeah, he should be getting uh, help basically yeah he should be getting help he should be getting help instead of that he said yeah yeah he should be getting help and uh that kind of uh, again uh, speaks about uh the us prison system in which and i uh i mean i don't know uh, if it's true right now but at least uh, it's it's representative of the system during the 80s when uh, ronald reagan was the president and he kind of uh, fucked up the whole system because uh, it was a time when uh, a lot of research was going into mental health and shit like that yeah yeah, yeah. and that's when uh, schizophrenia and all that uh, th- all those were really getting the attention at dessert and uh, mm. Ronald Reagan uh, unfortunately was not uh, into all those research and he uh, and whatever money was being funded into research and uh, mental health capa- uh, facilities he kind of uh, stopped that flow and uh, instead uh, directed them all into prisons yeah i and i, and I remember uh, reading stuff about like him trying to so like the the mental facilities try to use um, recreational drugs in small amounts in a very controlled amount to like try to help them battle yeah. all of this but like the reagan administration just because there was such an outbreak of all these yeah. uh, hardcore drugs uh, he yeah. kind of just made it impossible for them to do any research or any you know ha- any studies on uh, how these drugs can be helped so at that time i feel you know they didn't even give a shit about the people who are you know uh, mentally unstable and they just branded them as criminals and uh, you know they didn't get the help that they deserved and uh, it's don't you think it's weird like because uh, all these uh, drugs are considered harmful and like everything's banned uh, no one's allowed to use anything in most places yeah. and uh, once upon a time cocaine was like the prescribed drug for everything like yeah. <laughs> you you uh, i think like early 20th century or something you have anything at all you're prescribed cocaine <laughs> nice and it's that weird was those like those good old times <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean uh, yeah uh, over the times but yeah still uh, something like weed uh, which was uh, supposed uh, which was clearly used for like health purposes initially mm, was mm. Uh, completely uh, misadvertised by uh, administrations and yeah, 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 and yeah. In, into some kind of hardcore drug which affects the health of people mm, and mm. shit like that yeah so yeah not that not that the three of us not that the three of us like endorse using weed but it's a way of like <laughs> you know in in the right doses it's probably <laughs> 
it's probably healthy you know i don't know i uh, it is healthy i, I, don't, I don't know yeah i don't yeah, know yeah i, I mean we don't we, comment on yeah, this yeah uh, the three the three of us don't use it but yeah we are, we are okay with people using it i guess yeah it's fine it's it's your life but as long yeah. as it's legal you can do what you want yeah abina what do you think you're the psychology student here what do you think about the mental health and all that <laughs> just throw the trash at me sunday when you have nothing left to say <laughs> yeah <laughs> about what dude like about uh, drugs in general i think uh, no i am talking about the mental yeah everything like yeah I, i mean things have always been misused from their actually intended purpose right even yeah. like nuclear power which has been later used for you know you know like bombing people <laughs> <laughs> and wow. even lsd you know which was which was synthetically created as something <clears throat> which is supposed to help people but you know people just get high <laughs> got a kick out of it i guess mandelman's men kill people so you know i was uh, i i i just uh, read on reddit the oh shit mandelman's it is this yeah oh shit yeah charles manson completely fucked that up yeah well you know mandelman is the guy who removed the ribs in order to suck his own dick yeah see melon manson see that's not true no well you know it's a, it's a conspiracy but my point is melon manson is more like more like he looks more like a person who killed like charles manson looked like a druggie like you know one of those hippies from 70s and 80s but melon manson he is the guy who you should stand like stay away from because that guy looks like a crazy motherfucker and i don't know about him yeah but actually like serial killers are actually charming right <laughs> yeah, i mean ted bundy are you yeah, clear example of that and not everyone is charming but yeah okay wait let me just uh, put uh, something else out there uh, i was reading on reddit the other day about the first guy who uh, took lsd apparently after he took lsd he took a bicycle trip a what he like took a yeah <laughs> like are, are you talking so about so he got he... yeah he got a trip while he was on a bicycle he... trip like that's <laughs> is that I how it so got confused. its name it's like it's like an inception of trips he's like on a bicycle trip <laughs> having a trip about having a bicycle trip <laughs> <laughs> wow. it's layered bro layered bro Who's your favorite serial killer Abhinav? Huh? Who's your favorite serial killer? I don't know dude. What is it? Come yours? on man. Who's think, yours? Uh, okay, I I'll give you time to think. For me I think it's probably going to be Do you, you can you consider the Unabomber as a serial killer? Yeah. Right? Yeah, you can definitely consider him as a serial killer. Yeah, I think he's a smart guy who just went out of like I feel Sandeep can be a Unabomber. <laughs> you know and i'm probably i feel Thanks, like man. he's on a blacklist right now you know there are you know it's like those meme that the swat is waiting outside <laughs> trying to crash in through this door but yeah i can feel sandeep uh, becoming uh, the unabomber or some something related to that Thanks but a lot, you're going to do Thanks a yeah, lot. you're going to do something that is going to be like not even it won't even make a dent in the in society whatever you're trying to show and whatever you're trying to do uh, yeah no. oh, yeah oh, but wait, that's wait, the same wait, thing wait, that wait, happened wait. with the unabomber right yeah tell me tell me tell me <laughs> <laughs> yeah so the uh, i think my favorite uh, serial killer would be the guy who decapitated his mom's head and fucked the throat hole oh, that guy what's his name dude uh, edmund kemper edmund yeah, kemper yeah, man yeah, that's that's what i was about to say that's what i was about to say come yeah, on you yeah. you can't steal my favorite serial killer i mean you, uh, you can share it's okay <laughs> yeah communism I've heard of it. <laughs> yeah. So for those who don't know uh, Edmund Kemper who was also known as uh, the Coed killer he uh Yeah, he was extremely smart. He had an IQ of 145 or something. He was like 7 feet tall and uh he murdered like 10 12 people including his grandparents. And I think he uh married uh killed his mother as well. Yeah, he killed his mother as well. And then he cut off their throat. He fucked their uh head and then he buried the th- uh, head uh in his mother's house uh, uh the garden in his mother's house and he kept the head in such a way that it was looking up towards his mother's room because his mother always wanted people to look up to her. <laughs> Uh, so he's a, fu- a really funny oh guy. Okay, actually, can we just take a step back? We just went somewhere else. Okay, we <laughs> we went on some Netflix uh, documentary path, <laughs> and I think I think we should pull ourselves back to Atlanta. Jeez, no, uh, yeah, we'll talk. No, okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we went somewhere else. Yeah. But I'm glad we. I'm glad uh, you know people know about uh, what people know about the serial killers that we love. You know. 
So anyway, yeah, definitely. Uh, back to the real problem at hand. <laughs> yeah. The yeah, system. the prison system the in system. America. System. Yeah, fuck the system, dude. Fuck the system. Which is what exactly what Atlanta is trying to say. And I yeah. think uh, in, in in during the holding cell scenes, what they're trying to say is the inability of the system to see beyond like uh, the the binaries or like uh, they don't see in between the lines, you know. So th- there are guys who there are like men, there are women, and they don't account for the people in between who are the transgenders and the inability of the system to like uh, uh, validate their existence in some way affects affects them a lot because the other people they also justify uh, they justify um, what her saying uh, not her saying uh, the girl being in the room the transgender woman being in the room by saying that uh, if you were actually a girl you would be in the other room along with the other woman right so yeah he, that's like one of the things i would like to point out i guess and also yeah. the other guy which anand mentioned the crazy guy uh, which earn also points out like if they actually had helped him and they were okay with it as far as uh, as long as he didn't disrupt the authority of the prison guards who were there as long as he didn't spit the <laughs> toilet water yeah toilet water at him they were completely chill with it and as soon as he like disrupts the system shit shit goes down i guess yeah, gets beat in the face you know and like gets completely taken out and you can hear him scream his life out and like that's just him try like screaming for help from someone you know and he probably yeah. doesn't even know what's happening so yeah Uh, another thing that i want to uh, bring up is the prison system uh, another part of the prison system in america it's uh, it's privatized uh, so uh, like prisons are run by private uh, firms or companies in america not all prisons places. are run by uh, not, not not all prisons some prisons in america are run by private companies so basically they have got this uh, so the government is basically paying these companies in order to run these facilities and they need to have a certain number of intake and uh, they apparently force the government in order to have a certain number of people uh, getting into the prison like every year or something so in, in which case they uh, for no reason uh, it leads to people getting arrested for like completely unnecessary reasons or having their sentences extended and shit like that it's very weird like privatization of yeah privatization uh, of government sectors are usually very fucked up because yeah. private companies enter like they see it as a market you know they see it as an opportunity to make money profit uh, and and i think that fucks with whatever the government is supposed to stand for which yeah. is like an unbiased and you know they're supposed to look out for the people and the justice yeah. system is in place to like uh help the people uh, not commit keep the order among people i guess and yeah the prison system you... is supposed to help people reform right and uh privatization and uh, and having these people keep uh like sending these people back to prison again and again it does not really help with the re- reform part of the society and it just ends up uh, being a system in which is all about the numbers Yeah I mean you say that a prison is supposed to be a system for reform but that I, I don't think that uh, it holds true in any of the prison systems we see we see in the world now because yeah, I, I I think it's originally it was originally was it originally like made for like reformation no right I think it was a uh, like it was meant for punishment yeah they so, see it as a form of punishment like being in jail uh you get yeah. time to repent i think that was the original logic behind it but now yeah. it's just like a uh, you go into prison and you're basically fuck for life there's no way out of it 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 defines your existence as as being a criminal like yeah Uh, I have heard that like certain Scandinavian countries. I'm not sure which one, but yeah, Scandinavia. Scandinavia dude, what the fuck is happening there? Yeah. They they have like yeah. fucked up systems for everything. <laughs> they got like great uh prison systems apparently. So uh rehabilitation of uh former inmates are pretty great over there. So they get employed, which is uh certainly a problem in most of the other places in the world where uh people who uh went to prison are not uh favored for employment in almost any any sector. and yeah. yeah while i understand the reasoning behind most uh, employers being wary of taking in uh, former inmates it mm-hmm. still uh, leads to kind of like a vicious cycle because uh, these people uh, i mean were led to the path of crime because uh, 
probably because they couldn't earn for themselves and now uh, once they get out of the prison they are still not able to earn for themselves which means that they yeah, will go back yeah. to committing crimes which is yeah. really stupid true true so then i think what else i think the whole uh, holding holdings uh, room scene was i think that was it right i don't yeah don't think and uh, now i think the only thing left to talk about is what happened with alfred after he got out of the prison so uh, when he is getting out of the prison uh, prison guard comes up to him and asks him for a picture and he uh, said he asks him if he listens to gucci mane and uh, said that he locked him up or something like that and uh, which again shows the kind of uh, i don't know fame that it's it's new for uh, paperboy because paperboy is not uh, used to that kind of fame yeah. and he's again uh, introduced to it later on in the episode when uh, he sees these uh, kids uh, playing with uh, guns toy and, guns yeah uh, their mother as yeah toy guns and their mother as uh, i mean uh, them, their mother comes along and sees paperboy and she uh, she's like oh what are you doing with these kids and when he says these paper boys she's all, uh, she just changes her attitude and she starts uh, flirting with him and yeah, asks for yeah. a picture with for, him for, yeah first she kind of con- she didn't know who he was originally so when he came and told the kids not to play with guns and like to take that uh, like shootings and all these things seriously the woman was like taken aback and she kind of challenged his uh, point of view uh, but after he told that he was paper boy and convinced them he was paper boy she was she just completely changed. changed she completely changed into someone who yep. was you know who was a fan and who just wanted to i guess get in his pants i guess just because he was popular no he just i think she just wanted to tap into the fame which yeah. uh, paperboy had yeah 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 that that is probably yeah. a better way of putting it uh yeah he yeah. she knew that he was popular and the only way she could also you know probably make some money i think she was a single mother isn't that uh, yeah she, i yeah I, that's I that's kind of what is implied that's yeah. what's implied i think yeah 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 so she just wants to like you know the stereotype holds true there also you know of how i'm not going to explain the stereotype but uh, yeah but uh, the stereotype is later um, addressed in the same episode i guess yeah. with vanessa and 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 earn lying in the bed and they talk about the stereotypes like how uh, she is like this angry black woman which is like the gender stereotype and earn is like the uh gen board generalized uh yeah, black black man want to take care of their own ch- children so yeah so it's, yeah. It, it goes meta there i guess and they're addressing how they they are actually like uh it's not as stereotypical as what yeah you think it is obviously going to be people like that but you can't just uh, generalize everyone yeah, under I, the same umbrella but the thing is uh uh when we uh, look at it just from uh, an outsider's perspective or like just skimming through it it seems black and white that uh earn does not care for his family or something and uh van is the one who is taking care of the family or paperboy yeah. is just like another uh, rapper who rapper. is uh, committed of cr- uh, who commits crimes and was shit that like that other, but was that other scene uh, in the same episode where he goes to the burger joint burger? or something yeah yeah, yeah he, that's a, that's the same thing yeah okay yeah, yeah. Oh, okay uh, i'll get there one second uh so yeah, yeah so uh, when we look at it like that uh, it seems everything is black and white uh, everyone's fitting the stereotypes but uh, when you really delve into the world you understand that it's much more than the stereotypes because we realize that alfred is more than just crimes because uh, he was uh, really scared almost scared of pulling the gun on uh, the other man uh, in the first episode uh, and he does not really want to go down a life of crime he he really wants to make a name for himself using just uh his rapping abilities yeah. uh earn really cares for his uh, daughter and uh, he's uh, trying to hustle he's 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 just an hustler who's uh trying to uh make a living for himself and make sure that his daughter uh has a, a safe future uh, i think i it, think uh, earn's character is much more uh, nuanced than that because he's yeah. not just trying to hustle and make money for himself yeah. or but he also family, cares but... he, he he also cares for alfred yeah no 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 not that uh, he also cares for himself like he uh, has yeah. a certain uh, aim at which he wants to go which in which he wants his life to follow but which is like uh, uh, constantly uh, hindered because of his responsibility as a father and he questions i think in the later episode or in yeah. this episode in the, in the same episode he tells he, he tells vanessa like i want to do things that i want to do so that i can make money for my daughter 
uh, and like and you should give me a chance to do what i want to do but you can clearly see that he's not able to do it because of like you know something or the other comes up for his daughter or for vanessa and like you know he'll never have enough money to do anything at the end of it yeah and we see that uh, that uh, that problem which he struck under you know like he wants to do something which he enjoys and make money but he cannot because uh, the constant uh, what feeling of being poor i guess yeah. uh, he doesn't have enough money to make the ends meet so he's constantly forced towards uh, being something which he is not and yeah. and you can see that as kind of like a capitalistic critique i guess uh, about the true nature of uh, what the essence of being yourself being lost in the process of li- like hustling like you mentioned before yeah sure uh, uh, yeah. also also uh, like the thing you mentioned earlier about alfred going to the burger joint that's another surreal scene uh, from the episode uh, so uh, alfred and darius uh, after he's released from the prison goes to this uh, i think it's a burger joint or is it like a chicken wings place yeah, yeah it's a chicken wings place right chicken wings place yeah yeah, f- yeah chicken wings place and uh, he sees this guy uh, there's uh, the guy who serves food over there he's like a inter- he's like an insane uh, fan of rap music but he's like uh, the old head the OG like you rap, know the yeah. Cla- uh, yeah the og rap like he likes the uh, uh, the Biggie thugs and- Yeah. yeah he like he likes those rappers who uh who are who are from the streets if you know what i mean like who are mm-hmm. like hard and who fit the stereotype of rappers yeah. as in uh, they carry their guns around they uh, they push drugs and shit like that uh mm-hmm. i mean uh, he uh, i think he uh, implies that he's not a fan of uh, the new kind of rap music such as yeah, like the, uh, the so- something like childish campino That, yeah, what, yeah. Uh, people like Drake or Childish Gambino or yeah. uh, even Tyler, Tyler the Creator. Tyler the Creator, yeah. <laughs> Tyler the Creator or Frank yeah. Ocean. Yeah. People yeah. like that. Uh, so yeah, uh, he he says, uh, I don't know, I I forgot what exactly did he say. He, he said something he says, about he yeah he says don't be don't end up becoming one of those uh, N words who sing. you know he wants yeah. you, he wants a uh, paper boy to be real he wants paper boy to be someone who is not afraid to pull out a gun on on someone and kill them because that's what yeah. he sings about and like you know he wants he wants the og gangster rap to be still persistent in this day and age and he would do anything he would go to any length to ensure that paper boy still stays the same and that's what he says yeah. you know if you don't yeah. if you don't oh, yeah. if you do end up becoming one of those people i don't know what i'll do is i think exactly what he said yeah that's exactly what he said yeah. and it's very uh, scary in a way yeah <laughs> it's exactly. kind of uh, yeah although although it's, he's a super fan who gave him the, these amazing lemon some uh, lemon yeah, i don't know what the fuck it was but yeah so they basically uh, the the so the restaurant waiter he gave at uh, them a special chicken wing you know which was some lemon uh, soaked chicken wing or something like that scene, and in a scene which was very uh, what uh, it was it was like that scene in pulp fiction yeah, where, he, w- where he opens the briefcase yeah. and there's a shining golden light coming golden out light, yeah so like the, he's a super fan who loves paperboy who loves the music that he makes but he doesn't care about he only cares about the music he doesn't care about alfred as an individual and like he said i'll do yeah. anything if you if you do you know fuck up your like your style of music i will do something to you and like he makes it very clear and alfred was happy when he got the special treatment first but then he was suspicious of it or like he was wary of it after the whole thing happened it was basically a threat and on which he ended it with and that made alfred like think about what he was getting i guess and the entire thing is fucked up i think like the yeah. art, art is being actually what they rap about Uh, and the people who are listening to the rap failing to see what the actual implications of these things are. it's like it's it's like people like screaming uh, let's go for war r- right here right let's go to war with pakistan <laughs> woohoo yeah <laughs> let's go uh, kill all those muslims and uh, yeah but they, they don't know the they don't think about the repercussions or the things that come out of it out of a war which is not a <laughs> it's yeah. it's all black and white that's uh, that's again exactly, the issue yeah, people I do think, not yeah. uh, people do not see uh, uh, i mean uh, we fail to see the people behind all these movements or whatever we are talking about there are people that are actually people there are actually emotions uh, for those people we, uh, people fail to regard other people as people 
that's mm-hmm. the, the you know the you best. know you can you can see that in like the hip hop scene right now like if you look at artists like 21 savage and uh, i think j cole doesn't i think the prominent example is 21 savage when he started his rap he was just this like hard uh, gangster who who you know uh, yeah. fucked bitches and did drugs and shot guns but then he shot someone album, right he shot someone right i get shot someone know. before i don't know i i I yeah, really don't know, okay, but like yeah. then his music transformed into something that is more like you know about family and how how people don't understand him, how people don't understand his music, how people expect too much from him. He even brought in J Cole, and J Cole is someone who sings about like who likes to sing about real real shit that happened in his lives or like you know black yeah. lives and like you know how he says that all the other N words hate that I'm in uh, many different records. but i'm like yeah. he's still going to sing what he loves about so like there are people who think that he's just another soft soft boy but you know that's the whole reality that he's st- all kendrick lamar or uh, j cole is trying to sing is about real things instead of you know shooting people and um, having orgies and yeah, that obviously like a glorification of all these things which come along with the rap culture as a whole yeah. and yeah the whole east coast was i remember west the whole uh, east coast, coast versus west coast yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, the whole to pack getting shot uh, what happened with biggie smalls did he get he shot he also got shot yeah he also got yeah. shot yeah and then there was the other guy right what was his name uh, i mean uh, oh fuck no, notorious big not is the same guy as big smalls uh, there was uh, no. Yeah. There was a uh, agent, right? I, uh, a suge, 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 suge. I have no idea. Uh, he was the agent for. Uh, he was this big fatty uh, a guy who was the agent, and he was the one who got convicted of like multiple murders and shit. Oh, I, I see. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, fuck that. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, also, we... like Alfred also mentions the, uh, the state of rap. You know, in order to produce music. it's not as easy as it seems you need you need to like make videos you need to promote your music you need to uh, get into like studios and all this money uh, which um, it they cannot acquire this kind of money you know and uh, because alfred also mentions in the later episode that people get scared of him when he gets into an atm and with that kind of discrimination uh, running around uh, rap becomes like the way uh, they get out of the situation like they escape from the systemic discrimination which is imposed upon the black race as a whole in, in america and, and and like you know he tells that uh, he tells on that you know you can't make money without selling drugs like on says that he wants to make more money and like you know he's barely ma- making ends meet while they were smoking weed and playing the video games yeah, yeah. he t- tells him that and uh, like uh, alfred just replies to him just saying that you know if you want to make money you just have to sell drugs and alfred i think is this is the kind of guy who is okay with that and earn has serious problems with that and he tries to get money the the right way i think and he i don't know he is still poor i guess yeah, because of doing that that's exactly what they like alfred alfred uh, i think paperboy even though he uh, talks about pushing drugs and shit like that i don't think he is fully behind the idea i don't think he is fully convinced by the idea yeah, yeah, of exactly. pushing he drugs he doesn't want to i'm sure he doesn't want he to do, but he he really d- he I mean from But what at I at this uh, point in time like he's okay with it because uh, he actively encourages um what um Earn also to do it and Earn yeah. is kind of like wary of the idea he doesn't want to do it because uh, apparently like no obviously he doesn't want to raise his daughter with the money he makes on drugs you know yeah so i think that's it with this episode it deals with uh, police brutality homophobia transphobia mental illness and also uh, certain other issues like uh, f- uh, weird fans and uh, stereotypes yeah, which uh, yeah. black rappers and uh, black people as a whole face Basically. uh so, so i think after this uh, we can uh, move on to the third episode yeah of atlanta which mm-hmm. is uh, go for broke again directed by uh, hiro murai written again by donna glover's brother stephen glover stephen glover yeah and uh, this is a pretty straightforward ex- episode uh, uh, he goes out on a date with van uh, even though he's broke in order to show her that he uh, can somehow uh, raise his uh, child, he, uh, child yeah. raise his daughter his hmm. yeah and he kind of wants them to get together that's oh, what uh is being implied throughout this episode while at the same time um alfred and darius engage in a drug deal 
with with the amigos with the amigos who is playing uh, who are playing fictional versions of themselves in the sh- yeah. episode yeah so yeah uh, what do you think about this episode abhinav um what i think about this episode um well the relationship between um uh, van and uh what gambian uh, i keep referring to him as gambian right yeah uh, so that's more uh, delved into in deep detail in this episode i guess and we see him struggling as a person you know like uh, trying to make the ends meet again and uh, i think one of the most funniest parts was the waitress who was at the restaurant who who kept trying to like uh, sell him shit and more expensive stuff yeah more expensive stuff and how i don't know i think it's just how people are like oblivious to the existence of like people who cannot afford these kind of things they say 38 dollars and just go with yeah, it but, i guess yeah uh, but but you can't really blame the waiters though can you but because she's just trying to do her job yeah i hate I these overly polite <laughs> people dude like last day i went to dominos and there was this extremely polite very polite okay you can't even say anything bad about her. i fucking hated her she was like do you want this or do you want this do you want to add this also again like i don't want that just give me the things i want like i asked As for a, a plain pizza and give me a plain pizza i don't want it to be like filled with uh, what yeah, cheese of like 10 pieces of like some small chicken that they gave but you can't say no to her because she's too nice and no, she no i will say no to her it's my money i'm wasting okay, but you know. <laughs> all right okay can i just uh, tell you something from uh, uh, from the perspective of a member of uh, from the workforce <laughs> work, yeah workforce yes yes trying to struggle yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> who's barely living who's in hustling? australia who's hustling who's hustling yeah. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so <laughs> when you sign up for the job right they like uh, so we i had this uh, I, i work as a housekeeper as a room attendant as a part time job anyways uh, so when i first went for the job it's for this uh, big five star hotel and uh, these people they were like uh, we want you to be yourself because uh, the we don't want it to seem artificial but at the same time you have to be extremely polite you have to do whatever the fucking customer says but mm. but but you have to be yourself like it's 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 a uh, fucked up because uh, earlier uh, capitalism and all these like big companies had this kind of artificial image you know they just uh, they were just bland and expressionless and they were just expected to repeat the same sentences over and over again yeah but uh, being extremely polite uh, don't uh, without uh, offending the customers or anything yeah but now they have realized that uh, people do not really like that so they have asked us to be expressive while at the same time uh, be ourselves while at the same time uh keeping uh to the same strict rigor uh which they enforce which is yeah. fucking stupid because i just want to fucking stupid it's not hard to do you can it, be polite in 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 a non robotic uh threatening way uh, you know uh, uh, like it's it's she, not just about being polite dude like you have to fucking uh do everything that the customer says even though even if they are fucking stupid even if they leave their fucking quantum under their bed even if they leave fucking use sanitary pads in the bed <laughs> I'm, so, i'm sorry you have to see all that sunday <laughs> it's okay i'm so, sorry guys uh, sorry for the outburst uh, so getting back to the situation at hand <laughs> uh, anand what do you uh, think about the episode um like from the beginning itself so uh, on god just like 92 dollars no wait uh, is it the episode with uh, zan in it The no, 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 that's the next. That's the that's the next one. That's the next one. Oh, this was the one where they. This was uh, just. Dude, uh, Darius and Alfred uh, goes to sell drugs uh, with uh, to the Migos, like the that's drug the exchange team, and they go for food. Yeah, when the, when and the they the, go and sell the uh, do the uh, what they buy. They bought the samurai sword and shit. That's right? also the next episode. What the fuck? Nothing happened in this episode. wasn't it uh, yeah yeah i mean yeah the one big thing that happened in this episode is that uh, darius calls his uh, gun daddy <laughs> oh yeah. yeah yeah we'll talk about that yeah, that's anyway. that's very freudian <laughs> hello <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, so Bill like Freud. for me for me um, the whole episode is just like I, i could see myself in it you know if i want to take my girl out for a nice dinner i just go yeah and you're going to you know? and after that you're going to uh, you're going to do the drug exchange with the migos yeah dude, that's very relatable i i'm very <laughs> used to all of this no but like if you go out for a nice dinner somewhere in a you know just moderately priced restaurant you just go broke you know no matter yeah, how I hard you it. try no matter how I hard swear. you try 
you, you just end up becoming broke and then for the next 3 weeks you're eating bread peanut butter and jam you know starve <laughs> starve yeah either that or you just eat the the shit so that's that's a bangalore mode yeah that's a bangalore mode of living uh yeah. so then yeah so like i could see you know how poor people or not or not poor people yeah people who are struggling are also poor trying poor people like poor, us yeah poor people like us who are just trying to struggle trying to get through uh, day, you know, a normal day and you know, work hard and you go kind of kind of go out to treat yourself and then immediately just just i don't know just you have to see like fucking waiters like you sandeep who, who are overly polite that i want to slap yeah, your face i lo- i lost my waiter forth. job man i lost my waiter job okay what the fuck I, i'm a, <laughs> when i'm a, i'm a room attendant now i'm a housekeeper oh, that's what yeah, i just yeah, told you i'm a housekeeper why do you, why do you lose your uh, waiter waiter job uh, because uh, the cafe got on fire oh. what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> i did not expect that <laughs> i was expecting you to do some dumb shit or something <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not Thanks for having high you, hopes for me. Yeah, I'm not even going to ask if you were the reason for the fire, but let's just move uh, no, on. No, it was not it, that was not me. That was not me. I was not even on shift. Okay, good. Uh, apparently so, uh something was dry and you know, it's Australia like everything fucking catches fire for no reason. So Yeah, yeah. So so yeah, the whole episode like he already summed it up for me. It's a it's a you know, you can see him struggle. You can see him uh, you know like want he wants to he wants to give Van a good time, but he's just not able to because he can't afford it. And uh, I don't know, it just it was a really good episode. It was a very relatable, very cute episode that I think, you know, uh, needed to be there, you know, he the like the whole idea of um you know just making minimum wage and you know trying to keep a family and yourself sane you know yeah. it's it's a really difficult time for all of them uh, like uh, for everyone and uh, yeah so then um yeah and then after that yeah we'll move on to the drug deal and how he oh, wait, causes I, that I, deal. I i i want i want to talk about again like i just want to add to the point of what you were talking about it's uh, it's mm. about uh, i mean there's this is uh, expectation that Uh, once you get into hip hop it's all like uh, all well and good and yeah. uh, but uh, but earns dream of getting all those hip hop riches is just like a, a cliche and mm. uh, i mean uh, this episode goes to sh- uh, goes into showing what happens between the highs like the lows of uh, being in hip hop because uh, once uh, i mean bet- in between producing songs in between uh, i mean after you get um, I mean after you get your first break and uh, between releasing your next album it's always going to be difficult like it's going to be tough uh actually living and doing the stuff that you need to survive yeah uh, while you're waiting to produce your next album or something and I think that's something uh, that all artists probably face which I won't face because I have zero artistic skills unlike Abhinav here anyways <laughs> okay let's uh, <laughs> let's uh, move on to the drug deal with the Migos um what do you think about that Yeah um I think the, I think it was fucking funny. <laughs> yeah it was it was it was a lot of fun. I don't think there was a lot of subtext in it like I I I don't I didn't see myself thinking a lot after that. Um maybe you know gun violence and all those things but you know nothing so solid but it was just like a very funny episode and how even the even paper boy was scared you know he was visibly shivering uh from you know the whole ordeal that happened. uh during the whole process so yeah I and i think the funniest part was when uh, earn called them in the, in the in the middle of uh, like the deal yeah in, in the middle of the deal and he was just like yeah, hello cousin <laughs> yeah people is uh, hello cousin how are you doing how are you doing what do you want? <laughs> i don't know but the whole exchange between them was a lot of fun yeah you see the rapper facade like coming down and like paperboy is just literally shitting his pants yeah. along with darius who just lost the whole vibe of him and he has a fucking uh, what uh, suitcase yeah stuck suitcase to his... stuck to his hand yeah. <laughs> which is <laughs> which he did uh for what looking professional for looking professional but the I irony know. dude yeah. the irony looking <laughs> professional during a drug deal that's the that's the irony here yeah i think they're just bringing yeah. it with like movie references like they see it in movies so they just take it out yeah. the, they whip out the briefcase and uh, you oh. see you see then um, the migo guy Uh, yeah, Quavo. Uh, like saying, uh, he knows a way to like get the money out of him, and the immediate thing that came to my mind was, oh fuck, he's gonna get his hand cut, cut out or something. They gotta cut his hand off. Yeah. yeah, and then he did the reasonable thing and just took the money out and transferred it to another briefcase, like a sane human being. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah like uh, subverting <laughs> yeah. expectations yeah. from there and it uh, he, yeah. it does it again in the uh, later part of the episode where van and um, uh, what uh, glover fuck earn earn yeah earn earn yeah earn goes home and earn uh, does that whole what uh, the other what being myself speech yeah and yeah. and uh, he jibe he throws a jibe at vanessa and she gets angry and slams the door and he gives this really emotional uh what ha- yeah, close to heart uh, yeah, com- like to- uh, uh, what do you say even, um and a, um, a speech to vanessa who is behind the door like which you usually see in movies also like yeah. and, and he, <laughs> he wants to provide for his daughter but he wants to do something that he likes and you know just give me a chance to do what i want and you know the corny cliche shit yeah and the best part is when uh, vanessa just opens the door and calls out this is some bullshit <laughs> <laughs> yeah how he just so calls- subverting expectation there again yeah. and how he just how, how she just calls him out on his bullshit you know that's that's the funniest thing yeah to quote uh, that was some dumb ass shit <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what she said so i don't know like all those all those simple small things are just funny to me and this is how it happens in real life you know this this is exactly yeah. how it would go down in a yeah, think, household yeah uh, i think ern was also trying to just uh, copy movies and use that in in context yeah. of his life yeah. to see how it plays out and definitely. Uh, i got to say it didn't play out well <laughs> when is us too smart for that <laughs> to fall, fall for that no bullshit no one is uh, dumb to fall for that i mean i i can see some girls fall for it uh, like the girls who uh, really like Arjun Reddy or something they'll be like oh <laughs> oh my <laughs> shots fired shots fired uh, <laughs> all right yeah, so, uh, so uh, no self respecting woman would uh, probably like uh, should probably like uh, Arjun Reddy Yeah, I, I don't think any any anyone who's like reasonable would li- see that and be like hmm i want that <laughs> Oh yeah, definitely. That's what yeah, I like. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want like a fucking doctor like that operating on me, you know. Uh, Getting even even if he completes the operation successfully, I would like fuck him. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah. Really. Like it's not even worth a conversation. So all right. Uh, yeah. Uh so uh, I guess that's it with this episode because it was a pretty short episode. Uh there was nothing else uh which we can talk about in great detail, which means yeah. that we can move on to uh episode 4, The Strice and Effect. directed mm-hmm. again by Hiro Murai this one was directed uh, this one was written by Donald Glover uh-huh. and it's it deals with social media trolling internet criticism and exploitation of uh, famous celebrities by obnoxious uh, social media influencers yeah and uh, this guy is named uh, Zan and uh, on the other hand uh, we got Earn who is trying to trade his phone for uh, some quick cash which yeah. uh, Darius uh tries to help him out with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, uh, so uh I mean I want to start with the title of uh the episode, The Strice and Effect. The Strice and Effect for those who don't know is uh Is it Barbara Streisand? Yeah, it's it's yeah. based uh, it's yeah, it's named out of uh American actress Barbara Streisand. So basically she had this uh Hollywood house or something uh, which was a, be- a beachside house. Mm-hmm. and then there was this uh, photographer who was taking uh, photos of uh, beach beach side cliffs and shit in order to uh, in order for research for uh, coastal erosion or something like that and okay. uh, uh, his photo was up on a uh, public domain or something i guess not public mm-hmm. domain i think it was up on the internet anyways and it only had like two hits okay only okay. two people had ever looked up that photo and then okay. barbara strice and apparently heard about this and uh, she um, she filed a lawsuit saying yeah, that uh, it compromises it compromises the security of a place and shit like that even okay. though it's not like it was just an aerial shot of an entire area and a house mm-hmm. just happened to be in that shot and mm-hmm. uh, after she filed the lawsuit uh, basically the uh, photo had got like 5000 6000 it's or some, something like that yeah so uh, so the strike and effect is when uh, you try to, uh, the harder you try to hide something uh, the more it comes into oh. view Yeah wow, so that's nice. that's th- that's a strike and effect. Mm-hmm. So um how does that uh come across in this episode? What do you think? Um I think so like the moment we have met the moment we meet Zan I just yeah. like we just want to punch the guy. You know, he's asking for it. Uh he's try he tries to sell his own merch. See, selling merch is not a issue like that's how you make money, that's how you survive. But like exploitation is pretty much the key word here. 
what they're trying to say you know like for each and everything he's trying to he's trying to sell a hashtag he's trying to sell a photo he's trying to sell this he's trying to sell that and he's trying to like have a conflict he's trying to build a conflict which between everyone and he's just trying to be that instigator you know for everything and he knows he he is aware that the only thing that can make money the only thing that can get popular is co- uh, like confrontation is conflict clickbait. and like clickbait and it's just um it's a very well made well put episode uh that shows you just how how people on the internet will just do anything for attention and people on the internet will talk about any shit like they'll just shit on people who are even nice like uh, uh just for some clickbait and just for some just for some fame and uh, yeah so that's my which youtuber does zan remind you of uh uh i think keemstar keemstar is a good oh yeah keemstar is a really good uh comparison i hope i know he's not going to listen to this so i'm 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 fine <laughs> with it uh keemstar Ima- imagine if keemstar gets to know about this and he talks about it i think that that would do more good for our sh- uh show than anything our show? else yeah but <laughs> I, the, the i wouldn't mind it i wouldn't mind it yeah uh keemstar is the leafy the uh leafy is yeah but leafy is no longer active right yeah pewdiepie distorted uh, sorry uh ethan uh, idubs uh, idubs idubs distorted sorry, yeah. sorry yeah and then onision onision some some guy there's one more guy these yeah, are all yeah. people uh, yeah onision yeah garbage was just like youtube garbage <laughs> so yeah yeah so i i think uh the streisand effect um applies in the episode in the way um paperboy is trying to like uh, what um hide himself no uh, protect trying himself, to shoot uh, him protect, down no protect shoot himself shoot zan down yeah no 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 he's trying to protect himself from the criticism which zan throws at him which he thinks yeah. is uh, unreasonable right and uh, yeah. the more he tries to like defend himself the more he's getting uh, exploited Into out trouble. of it yeah because yeah. of in zan's own words he has a explanation for it right in the car they have a conversation about it and you just see him like completely okay with it he has reasoned it out pretty well with himself and he sees nothing yeah, wrong in yeah but the thing is until until the co- I think the conversation with the car kind of excuse uh the conversation uh into a more balanced situation because until the conversation in the car uh, I felt that Zan was a fucking asshole who I just wanted uh like Anand uh, mentioned uh, just to punch him I just wanted to punch him and this was a uh, he was uh showing this he was being a cunt just just he was just being a cunt and he was uh, just trying to piss off alfred because he knew that's going to get him more clicks but yeah. the conversation in the car just uh, i mean again uh, like i mentioned before uh, it's atlanta's ability to uh, make us empathize with characters because uh, we've shown that uh, zan is more than just this asshole who uh, who makes clickbait videos he's also just trying to hustle and uh, yeah. i think the com- uh, when he talks to alfred in the car about uh, how alfred is uh, pushing these drugs or uh, trying to uh, act rough and tough in order to uh, in order to sell himself in a similar way zan is also tr- just trying to hustle man uh, and that's uh, that's what this episode is all about i think yeah, it's about yeah, uh, everyone is just trying to hustle and uh, yeah that's it yeah, yeah but Demi. you know there is there is something that i noticed was that uh, you know there was a kid in the car right and that was not even his son yeah. like you know how the nowadays kid. nowadays there's a lot of people exploiting uh, kids for views on especially yeah. on youtube especially on youtube and i really despise those people it's hey man like, uh, remember what, what was that a girl's name lil lilte lilte oh lilte oh yeah lilte is the best example for this yeah flex Yeah, I'm going to flex on you poor uh poor motherfucker, <laughs> you know. Yeah, dude, like this is that that's what in the in this whole episode also the kid is shown like he's already exposed to a terrible world in the most terrible way. You know, the child a child is not supposed to be doing all this. Child is supposed to have fun. He's supposed to play with his friends. He's supposed to do be in school. These are the things that a child should do. But in this case he is, you know, uh, he's made Uh, made to do errands he's made to talk to women that uh, zan can pick up because he is you know popular among the ladies and uh, all these things just make it all make it worse you know and uh, like i think when when i watched it i could completely uh, understand what atlanta was trying to tell me and like how <clears throat> excuse me uh, how uh, these uh, kids are also being used nowadays to get views and get popular and they're exploited because they don't know what's going on 
and like there's a recent case on youtube also this family uh, some something happened i didn't even look it up but like the children don't have a life of their own they're always in front of a, 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 a camera and they're forced to put, like asked to put up shows that they don't even know that like what's doing to them Now, they don't they don't get any benefit out of this they are just being yeah. robbed of their childhood which is like pathetic in my opinion yeah i think and also uh, what this reminds me of is one of sandeep's favorite shows which is bojack horseman and and what, what is that little girl's name uh, the one who is always with bojack yeah, yeah. Sarah? Yeah. yeah, Sarah. Sarah, right? Yeah. yeah. The the little kid. And yeah. It, the, yeah, that series also uh, shows how th- this kind of exploitation and the impact it has on on the children, you know, of being exposed to these kind of things. And yeah, I just want to point that out. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Lynn. Sarah Lynn, yeah. Sarah Lynn. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think uh, that's yeah. one more thing that I got out of Atlanta that that episode. Yeah, uh, okay. Uh, on the other hand, we had Earn uh, like I mentioned before. For the first time, uh we see Earn and Darius together without Alfred in between. So, Earn uh, and Darius are like have got a mutual acquaintance, that's it. They're friends they're friends with uh, in uh, in uh, case of Earn, he uh uh paperboy is his cousin and Darius is friends with paperboy. That's how they know each other. So, we got this uh really uh I mean uh, this these two people who are not really friends with each other who just know each other and they uh they're on their way on their own adventure in order to get uh earn some money so earn is trying to sell his uh cell phone and uh, try to get some quick cash and uh so Darius uh somehow ends up uh <laughs> making him a uh, part of some kind of a dog investment thing uh <laughs> um Yeah, yeah, which is and fine because like what Darius said was uh, if you want the money you can take it and run now but if you want more I can get you more and that's exactly what he did I guess and the yeah. logic behind that is kind of cute but I mean he did what he said he would so I, th- yeah. I guess you can't blame him and who can hate Darius dude and at the end he anyways gave earn his own phone to trade for all this trouble and uh, which just goes to show that Darius is more than just that uh like you know that weird guy in the group he's more than that, that he's weird also like guy a very who, who keeps saying retarded shit just yeah, for the it... sake of being cool <laughs> i don't i don't think i don't think we're supposed to say the r word yeah it, it's not politically correct abhinav you know? <laughs> shit shit <laughs> shit yeah, uh, uh, yeah in this whole like but you know one thing uh for for personally for me like i've been like i've been reading a lot more lately about or listening to audiobooks about like investments and stuff and it's true you can yeah. always be if you don't know how to only money can make money if you if you pawn something and if you get some money now yeah you can use it but if you invest it of course it's going to grow and like that's yeah. one thing that a lot of people don't do is that you know they sa- they spend and they save instead you should save and then spend and you know there's a lot of you can definitely make more money if you just kept some money away for a few years or a few months and like i think there's trying to say a little bit of that as well i could take that also because you know it's true you could just use it now but it can also make you more money later uh and he, like he tells that you know in september i'll get you the money and there'll be more money and it's barely like 2k each for the puppies or whatever so i don't know i i just felt like that <laughs> yeah so uh i think one of the things to note here is that earn says that he needs the money now and not later and investment is kind of like a privilege only like the people who have excess can do and earn is not in a yeah. position to do that and yeah. he he cannot He, that investment thing would have fucked his whole life up uh, if Darius hadn't given him the phone and uh, so as much as the investment theory is true in the world we live in but only some people can afford to do it you know okay i i i can i can see yeah, why like, you'd say that by the way by the way anand when you went on your whole investment thing i uh, i was kind of reminded of ty lopes here in my garage <laughs> Ty Lopez, that uh, <laughs> was a YouTuber. You know that, uh, uh, you know the guy uh, who had a lot of. Oh, uh, Cody Co made a video Ta- on him. Remember the Lamborghini Ta- guy, yeah, Ty Lopez. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power, or some shit like that. I don't know. Remember, he, yeah, he, he dude, was, he used to be popular. <laughs> is yeah, it the guy who yeah. made the dynamite song? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. 
no this is a guy who uh, try to sell scams and shit i don't know try to sell uh oh what is that yeah, yeah, yeah fuck know. it it doesn't matter it. come on abro you fucked it up <laughs> what you're supposed to what know this you watch kodiko you you watch kodiko you're supposed to know tai lopez i'm not invested into the whole youtube thing i don't give a fuck about it <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh so, okay yeah. i That's think kodiko is the only youtuber i watch <laughs> All right. Uh so uh with that I think uh there's nothing uh, else to add from uh with respect to Streisand effect. That's about mm-hmm. it. Uh with that we are uh, almost halfway through uh season 1 of Atlanta and uh, we got I think we got time for one more episode. Have we? Uh no, I think we I think we can you know push it to wrap another it up. episode. Yeah. I yeah. Okay. So yeah. I think uh with this uh we got uh, we covered uh the second third and fourth episode of Atlanta season 1 and mm-hmm. um yeah we'll be covering the rest of the episodes of season 1 in uh, later episodes yeah uh, so thank you so much for listening uh please do let us know we got a uh, abina and i finally got another audio card so maybe the audio is going to be better i don't know let's let's see if it's going to be i hope it is uh it, the the audio card looks like a rocket ship <laughs> flip card oh, flip card boy yeah flip card we uh, fuck amazon yeah. you know yeah. we love flip card And which is also american owned now you know but whatever uh but yeah, yeah also so, guys if you uh, if you guys have anything to share about us with respect to our podcast you can reach us on our social media i think instagram right Uh, yeah, you can reach Anand at uh, at Anand X ninety eight. You can I think reach. I think Reddit Reddit would be a better option to reach us out on. So we'll uh, create a subreddit. Reddit. Yeah, we'll make. We'll All right. Okay. Fine. So I think can, we should so, create a subreddit. Yeah, and yeah. you guys can put in your suggestions about the movies or TV shows that I you want think, us to do. I don't think I don't think all. I I I don't think everyone uses uh Reddit. I think we should Reddit? just create a Instagram account or something for Yeah, I think yeah, that's perfect. I think we should just do that. Okay, we'll do that and we'll we'll uh, post it in the description. So, but anyway, um thank you so much for uh, listening uh and uh, catch you guys in the next one. Yeah. Bye. See you guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.